Hi, we're here from Curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you learn about a method to get to know yourself better and why sibling rivalry can actually be a good thing. We'll also answer a listener question about how the Big Bang happened if there's no center of the universe. Let's satisfy some curiosity. Self-awareness has many benefits, and research backs this up. And psychologists have developed a way you can get to know yourself better called the Johari Window. Developed in 1955, the Johari Window is a group exercise that claims to reveal previously hidden aspects of your character. It's relatively simple. Everyone in your group gets a list of 56 adjectives, like bold, nervous, and silly. You pick the ones you feel describe your own personality, while others in the group pick the ones they think describe you. Then, the words are allocated into four sections or panes of the Johari window. The first section contains words that were on both yours and other people's lists and represent those qualities of your character that you openly display to the world. Words that you chose but others didn't are those qualities you hide behind a facade. Words picked by others but not by you are characteristics in your blind spot, things that you don't see in yourself but others do. Finally, there are the leftover adjectives that neither the group nor you felt applied to you, and these represent characteristics that are unknown. While the activity itself pushes you to greater self-awareness, the results reveal even more. If there are more adjectives in the open section, then you're probably an open book, somebody who both knows yourself and lets others see most of the real you. On the other hand, people with an oversized blind spot section are likely naive about their own character. Those with a lot of words in the facade section may come across as secretive or closed. And finally, those with lots of adjectives in the unknown section might be mysteries to themselves and others. So take a peek through your Johari window. Just doing the exercise with a trusted group might help clear up some blind spots and help you get to know yourself a little bit better. Sibling rivalry may have some unexpected benefits. Researchers have shown that sibling relationships, even those defined by rivalry, can protect children from the negative effects of other family conflict. This idea comes from a 2018 study led by University of Rochester psychology professor Patrick T. Davies. His team recruited 236 kids with an average age of about 12 and a half, along with their parents, to measure the effects various family relationships had on their psychology in the long run. In the study, the researchers had to be a little cruel. They got the whole family together, then encouraged parents to talk about a subject that they disagreed about. While the argument unfolded, the researchers noted two factors. First of all, how angry and bitter did the fight become? That could give them a sense of what life at that particular home might be like, or at least show how the parents modeled disagreements for their kids. And second, they gauged how the children reacted to seeing their parents have a fight. Then they asked the kids' teachers and other authority figures about what kinds of behavioral issues they had demonstrated, if any, and also asked the mothers about the kids' relationships with their siblings. Finally, they spoke to the kids themselves to get a sense of how they experienced distress at moments of intense family conflict. When they checked in on the kids and their families about a year later, the researchers found that those who had witnessed particularly contentious arguments between their parents were more likely to have a more stressed-out response to a conflict. And that was associated with more mental health issues in later years, just in case you needed any more proof that a conflict-filled home is not good for kids. But they also found that when it came to the kids who had a strong relationship with their siblings, the negative effects of combative parents were almost entirely wiped out. This remains true regardless of the kids' gender, age, and other factors, 
and even if their relationship was itself largely defined by competitive rivalry. As long as the two siblings felt a close bond to each other, both were able to weather distressing fights among family members. Certainly throws a more positive light on sibling rivalry. Is this what drives you, Ashley? Sibling rivalry. I mean, I definitely had a lot of sibling rivalry growing up. I had none. I'm the third of four children, and I, yeah, I guess I've just always known that I'm so much better than my siblings. <laughs> well, that's going to cause some rivalry right there. Well, you know, first I got to listen to my podcast. <laughs> Touche. We got a listener question from Bracia on Twitter who asks, how did the Big Bang happen if there's no center to the universe? Great question, Bracia. For me, the most difficult scientific concepts to understand are the ones that don't really correspond to our experience of reality. Stuff like quantum particles existing as two things at once and singularities where density reaches infinity. The Big Bang is absolutely one of those concepts. Often the way we think about the Big Bang is as an explosion in space. When something explodes, it shoots matter out in all directions from a single point. But that's not how the Big Bang happened. We're actually going to dig deep into this in an episode next week, but suffice it to say, the Big Bang did not originate from a single central location. Instead, it was an expansion of space, everywhere, all at once. You can sort of think of it like blowing up a balloon covered in dots, with the balloon latex representing a two-dimensional version of three-dimensional space and the dots standing in for the galaxies. There's no center to the surface of the balloon, and all of the dots move away from each other at the same rate. Likewise, the fabric of the universe itself is expanding in all directions at once, not out from a central point. The other thing you'd see from an actual explosion is heat. That is, there'd be more heat toward the center of the explosion than there would be further out. We can see the leftover heat from the Big Bang in what's known as the cosmic microwave background. And that, too, is pretty much the same everywhere. There's no central point where everything was once hotter than the stuff around it. So to answer your question, the Big Bang happened without a center of the universe because the Big Bang happened at every point in the universe all at once. Wild, right? Thanks for your question, Bracia. Before we recap what we learned today, here's a sneak peek at what you can catch this weekend on Curiosity.com. This weekend, you'll learn about how scientists got a glimpse inside a neutron star when it glitched, why some airport codes don't match the cities where they're located, non-English words for very specific emotions, the island where you'll find the last uncontacted people on Earth, and more. And quick shout-out to Ison, the passionate girl, who wrote on Apple Podcasts, Love these awesome short podcasts. I can learn something new in just a few minutes. Can it get better? Thanks. Yes, it can. We're trying to make it better all the time. Thank you for writing that review. And if you want to rate us on Apple Podcasts, we're up to 389 ratings. We're almost at 400. It'd be kind of fun if we could get past that. I actually didn't know this before, but you can actually give a star rating to a show without taking the time to write an entire review. We love reviews, but if you don't have a lot of time, just give us a star rating. Cha-ching! And now let's recap what we learned today. Today we learned that you can get to know yourself better by rounding up a trusted group of friends and seeing what adjectives everyone uses to describe you. And that strong relationships with your siblings can ease the impact of family conflict, even if those relationships are rivalries. And that there's no center of the universe because the Big Bang was an expansion of space everywhere in all directions at once. Totally, which is mind-bending and doesn't correspond to our experience of reality, but 
is totally true. What is this podcast if not mind-bending? Absolutely. Join us again Monday to learn something new in just a few minutes and have a great weekend. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Stay curious. Stay curious.